This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. All right, let's welcome in Carter Spivey and Garrett Saylor as part of the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday. East Carolina coming off a series win. Guys, good to see you. How we doing? Doing good. Doing good. So, uh, bad news. We're going to need you at the ballpark for like 12 hours on Saturday. But good news, you get Sunday off. So, uh, a bit of a, a different weekend for you guys. But first of all, uh, what was Saturday like for you? It was a long day at Clark and Clare. Yeah, it was long. It was really, really <laughs> long. Very, very long. The uh, the pitchers got there at around nine thirty Saturday morning, and we didn't leave till ten thirty eleven o'clock. So yeah. we were there for about thirteen hours yeah, Saturday. Long, long it, was, it was a long day. And you, uh, Carter, so you pitch on Friday, yeah, and you know you're not going to pitch on Saturday. So what were you doing all those hours? Uh, well, we had to pull the tarp off the field at nine thirty, and then did our pregame meetings and whatever and then i got a, a lift in got some uh, some treatment and then uh was a was a cheerleader for 21 innings of baseball uh, kept, and i kept a good chart too so yeah. good deal and uh man it's it's humbling right aac pitcher of the year last year friday starter and you still get to pull tarp oh yeah it keeps you humbled that's right that's right <laughs> and, we're, and we're fifth years right <laughs> exactly all right uh garrett you threw as well on friday and so did you kind of thought i guess too that you might be done for the weekend as well or yeah no? well i knew i wasn't gonna I, obviously i couldn't pitch in that three inning game yeah um so i just kind of chilled out uh until then uh got my body loose after that game and was ready to go for game two and three uh, we talked to Corey Glore, our old friend, on Friday, and he said the Tulane bats were starting to come around, and you guys experienced that firsthand. Yeah. Uh, they were uh-huh. they were swinging, they were hitting this weekend, especially the, the Banks kid. Yeah, he, it was an absolute menace all weekend. Uh, but you know, we'll start with you, Carter. Uh, four and two thirds, uh, five runs on six hits. You did strike out three. So, what went good for you, and what were the negatives from your start? Um, well. To be honest with you, there wasn't much that was good, but uh, you know, it's it's a learning thing, it's a learning process. You know, um, the the highs and lows of a, of a season. We've talked about this before, but you, you can't get too high, can't get too low, right? It's a long season, and uh, you know, the past two weeks, I would say as a team, we haven't played our best baseball. But um, you know, compared to this point last year, we're light years ahead of, of where we were, right? So it's just important to keep everything in perspective. But uh, but yeah, no. I've, personally looking back on it you know there was some uh you know lack of execution on my end that that led to them getting some some comfortable swings off and you know obviously the, the banks kid had a really good weekend too but um i think just lack of execution leaves some balls over the plate and they hit them garrett how about for you you're throwing strikes that's good news mm-hmm. three k's uh, but the numbers go against you uh mm-hmm. with three earned runs on on four hits so how about you and then what you saw from Tulane? yeah um i mean that first inning i had started off with uh two strikeouts and that third guy came up uh found a hole um and then i just it was lack of execution uh that bank uh the bank's kid hit a hit a home run off me um and then come out the second inning just balls found holes again um and then i mean it is what it is it's baseball it's life um but be ready to go for the next outing yeah and the next outing uh could be coming up for you on wednesday as east carolina takes on north carolina so good news with no game sunday and no game tuesday with trey savage out you you use zach root we see jake hunter 
uh, on the game Saturday night. Usually you see those guys midweek. So now you get a couple of extra days in there. Hopefully arms will be ready to go for a big one against North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nothing to add to that. I mean, I mean, uh, you'll be ready to go. Yeah, I'll, right? I'll be ready. I'll be yeah. ready. I mean, yeah, it's it's good having these uh, these two off days uh, yesterday and today, and then we got practice tomorrow. But um, yeah, our minds are set for North Carolina on Wednesday. We were talking earlier about the amount of robbed home runs for the Pirate defense this year. We saw a beauty from Lane Hoover on uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And uh, he makes that play. That is at least four. Have you guys been counting this year? I'm trying to think. We had Bar- Barter, or Carter Cunningham had one. Hoover's yes. had two. Um, Carter has two. He had one against then, UNC. Yeah. Then both of them just have the home runs. Right. Well, pitcher's best friend, right? Yeah, bringing right. one back in the yard. Sure is. Sure is. You take him out to dinner, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I heard Coach O. He was talking time and time again uh, after the game Saturday night about Starling's play. I believe in Game One of the series. So uh, your defense this year, Amac continues to make some web gems mm-hmm. every freaking game, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but the defense solid as always for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's awesome having them behind us. Gives us. Uh, uh, a little bit more confidence up there, relieve some pressure knowing that they're going to make the plays for us. So, yeah. Uh, Jeff Palumbo joined Brian Bailey earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. I'm curious, like, do you, when you work on fielding as a pitcher, is that Coach Knight? Is that Palumbo? Like, how, how much interaction do you have with Coach Palumbo as a pitcher? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a group effort. So, the way we do it, um, you know, sometimes we'll do just like some exclusive, like, individual kind of pitcher stuff out in the outfield. But, when we're doing defense, like as actual like part of practice, it's usually split up into two fields. We'll have a group on the game field, a group in the outfield, and we'll be doing PFPs, bunt defenses, whatever. And Coach P is part of that. Coach G, AK, it's kind of a, a group effort. And uh, I have commented on how you guys uh, just routinely make that play, that ground ball to first where you cover the bag, y'all. Work on that, I guess, a lot oh, because yeah. it looks effortless. More, when you're than, doing more than you would think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sprint over to first, you've made that a uh, hundred times or so. Yeah, you think? It's, more, it's a, more. It's a habit now. Yeah. Good deal. Talking to Garrett Saylor, Carter Spipe. You got a question for the guys? You can get it in on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. And we've got a few that we are going to get to coming up in just a moment. So, coming off uh, a series win, and you, you needed that after the weekend in Wichita. So, how about the bounce back it kind of started against nc state right because that was i was saying this if you guys didn't get swept the previous weekend i think we would have looked at that state game like hey that was just a good college baseball game two good teams going at it but the fact that it was lost number four in a row was like hey what's going on here Mm -hmm. but you guys were in that game had a chance to win it tied at the end so did you i don't know could you gain any confidence from being in a game with a good team like that i think the this past weekend could have happened. I think it starts with the Wichita State weekend, actually. Um, so, obviously, we, we had a, a horrendous travel experience yeah. um, from going there. I don't know if you heard about that. but um, and We actually had a really good practice Friday night, probably one of our best of the year. And then we come out Saturday. It's a little colder and... You know, we, we, we don't execute at a high enough level as a team, and they just seemed like they were way more aggressive. They wanted it more than we did. And, you know, I, I think from that, like, we, we could we, we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, and then we go on the road, what was it, Tuesday, mm-hmm. to uh, NC State. And honestly, I mean, it was, it was a pretty good game all the way around. Yeah. You know, we had one bad inning. We gave up five runs. But 
other than that, you know, we, we kept them kept them off the board and our offense just kind of, you know, came back one one run at a time and had the go-ahead run on first base in the ninth inning. And, you know, seeing that after a tough weekend on the road is, is it's actually it's pretty cool because, you know, you know uh, we're never out of the fight. Um, we're in every game that we play in, and that kind of went into this weekend. We were down game one by I don't remember how many runs and found a way to win. And then we lose game two, find a way to win game three. You know what I mean? And um, it's stuff like that. And, and Coach G actually sent us like a graphic as a, like to the whole team. We have like five or six come from behind wins when we're down by three or more runs this year, which, yeah. is, which is pretty cool. And I think that tells, tells a lot uh, about what kind of team we got. No doubt. And I talked to Josh Moylan last week about the travel issues and uh, you, the humans had an issue. The equipment had an even bigger issue, I guess. But um, how weird would that be, uh, Garrett, if like you had to play a game without your glove, without your everything, right? Like yeah. you're missing everything. So well, we we didn't even have our uniforms. Like half the team didn't even have our uniforms. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't have liked that. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, this is definitely the worst trip I've had in my five years of being here. But second that, yeah. But, um, I mean, it's over now. It's in the past, so we just uh, got to move forward from there. All right, we got some uh, Twitter questions to get to. We got a few from Jamie I'll rattle off right here. This is a good one. Our, he says, are the current and former players a part of recruiting? Do they help recruit new players? Maybe talk to them. He says, especially guys like Burleson and Gavin, I don't know if you can speak to that, but you can speak to you guys. Do you – when recruits, I guess, come on visits or anything like that, are you involved at all? I don't think we're allowed to be mm. per NCA, like unless it's like official visit official weekend, visit, right? Yeah. Like weekend, kind of like show them around, like the freshman can show them around. Um, but outside of that, I don't think we're supposed to be like contacting anybody because um, I think that's like tampering or illegal or whatever. But okay. you know, when, if they have like a recruit on campus, like obviously we can go up and like introduce ourselves and you know say hey and whatever, like be be nice guys to them and. But outside of that, we're not really allowed to do too much. When you guys were, did you come on visits here and meet guys on the current? Like, who were your uh, your big brothers or whatever when you came? Uh, so when I came on my unofficial visit, it was in the summer and there was nobody here. Oh yeah, it was yeah, just it was, it was me. me, Coach G, and Coach Rozell. Yeah. And then my official visit, I actually had Burley and Cooch as my uh, nice my my older guys that kind of showed me around. Yeah, I had uh, Cole Bevan and uh, Gavin. Or the people, or the two guys. That- Good deal, man. I, I saw uh, pictures and saw uh, Cam Colmore in person mm-hmm. this weekend, but just tons of former Pirates hanging oh, out. Yeah. Always cool to see. Oh yeah. And hopefully after your uh, playing days are over, you guys will do the same. Come hang Absolutely. out in the jungle. Yes, Absolutely. We'll throw a few back. <laughs> uh, Jamie says, uh, "I'm sure they watch a lot of game film. Do they watch college teams, college baseball, just for fun? Do you guys watch college? Oh, yeah. Like every yeah. every day at the house, mm-hmm. if we're not watching live games or watching highlights of games on YouTube or whatever. Do you watch that more than MLB? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, would, unless unless it's like a Braves game because Hoover's a huge Braves fan and loves yeah. to watch the Braves. We, we both we both live with with Hoover, so if if there's a Braves game on, we'll, we'll put that one on." Um, but, yeah, as soon as we get home from doing anything, we'll put on college baseball. I saw this. This is brutal. Make sure Lane sees this. It says, happy birthday. If today is your 21st birthday, you can have a beer knowing the Hornets haven't won a playoff series in your lifetime. 
Yeah, don't tell that to Hoover. What a stat. <laughs> that is brutal. Yeah, that is. That is I might just send that one to Lane myself. That's right. He's got the Braves. He's okay. Yeah, I know. He's got a winner there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do they ever pick up anything new for them to use or try from watching college or pro baseball? Hmm. No. I mean, I guess, I mean, not really just because if we see like a, a certain pitch, like we have no idea how they're throwing it. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think we pick up anything from what we see. The only thing that I can think of is maybe from, not necessarily from like games, but like sometimes on like Twitter or whatever, like there'll be like like a random post about like try this to increase hip mobility or something like it'll be like a stretch or something. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give that a try or something. Yeah. I guess if you're changing something, you'd rather it maybe be in the off season than right, in right. between starts right. or something. So, all right, good stuff. Anybody else got a question? You can get it in Facebook and YouTube. Carter Spivey and Garrett Saylor as part of the Delcor Players Lounge. Call 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com and you can talk to the service professionals. They'll help you out with your HVAC and plumbing needs. Delcor, the service professionals and sponsor of the Delcor Players Lounge. All right, um, let's talk strike zones. Brian Skipper says the strike zone by umpires from high school to college, are the zones tighter in college? I'll answer first. It seems like it varies from ump to ump and game to game. But now I'll ask the actual pitchers. Uh, what do you guys think about the zones you see day in, day out? To be honest, it's hard to remember what high school was like. That was yeah. six years ago. That was, whew, that's, yeah. I'm old. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, every umpire is a, is a, is a different zone. Um, some are bigger than others. Some are pitcher friendly, hitter friendly. It just kind of depends. And I guess you don't find out until the first inning yeah, and until you start how pitching it's going. To and them, and yeah. so, sometimes the zone will change throughout the game. Right. So it might get bigger. It might get sm- smaller. That's what will frustrate managers and pitchers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And when Josh Moylan's up, the zone extends way outside, I've noticed. Seems yeah. like <laughs> one time he had to draw a line, which uh, he got uh, in trouble for. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, probably shouldn't have done that one. <laughs> no. But they're. Uh, have been some other cases uh, this year, it seems like, where he's been frustrated up there at the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, Gay is asking, can they explain the b- black wristbands they wear? It looks electronic. Tell us about the bands. Those are the uh, the sign, the, the sign system thing, the uh, little watches. Basically, AK's got a little remote. That he'll pit, or like click on a number, and each number corresponds to what pitch he wants us to throw. And... Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Let's say you're up by like nine in the eighth inning or whatever. Um, you guys are old veterans on the team. Would you go to AK and say, hey, man, let me call pitches this inning? Oh, I've tried. Yeah, you Sp- have tried? Spivey, Spivey has tried, and AK will not let him. Oh, there man. was, when we played when we played at Elon earlier in the season, I guess the, the umpire was not having a good game, and uh, AK and Coach G almost got tossed out. And AK looked at me and goes, if I get thrown out of this game, you get to call pitches. So I, was like, so I was like, AK, I hope you don't get offended by this, but I hope you get thrown out so I can call the game. <laughs> the rest of the game, you're like, hey, you should argue that. Yeah, AK. that's literally what I was, I was making a model. Like, oh, you should, you should argue about that pitch right there. All right, so there's some breaking news. I always wondered, hey, if Austin Knight gets thrown out, who's the de facto pitching coach? Carter Spivey. Yep. 
if Spives gets tossed, you're probably next in line, Garrett. So. Yeah, I, I, would, <laughs> I would hope so. What's the pecking order in that situation? Uh, All right, uh, let's see. Bubba is asking about the challenge of playing the same team six times. Well, it wasn't a challenge the first time around, but they know you, you know them. So how about facing an opponent like Cincinnati uh, six times in the regular season? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely hard, uh, but... I mean, I, we we know we understand uh, what they're going to give us. Um, I know they'll they'll be coming for re- revenge once we go there. And I mean, road games are never easy, so I know we're going to get their uh, their best blows. But I know a couple years ago we had to play them eight times because we had like the four game series. All oh, right, so yeah. that that was that was tough. But I mean, we're looking forward to it. I, it's usually in conference uh, teams are matched up, so. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. I was talking to Malcolm Gray yesterday, and he said, "Yeah, on paper, it looks like ECU should be able to go there and pick up some wins." But he said, from years past, uh, there's usually some high-scoring, fun games out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're uh, they can swing it. Yeah, they they love to hit home runs, and then on top of that, their field unless it's really cold, their field's kind of a boombox, so you <laughs> hit hit some homers. But um, but I think it's exciting to uh, to go back on the road, and as I know, a lot of people out there probably question our ability to went on the road so can prove, prove them wrong much better at home than on the road the records say this year and uh still time to certainly approve upon that starting this weekend when the pirates take on cincinnati after hopefully a smooth flight in yes, yes yes hopefully because yeah, that did numbers too well, uh, l- luckily uh cincinnati's not too far away so we'll be taking uh there'll be a bus that goes down on wednesday that'll pick us up from the airport on uh thursday so we'll have all of our gear all of our luggage all of a sudden you're paying more attention to stuff like that now right yeah you know, take it for granted uh, yeah. <laughs> at times all right mike says why after a cage the throws only go to first now instead of around the horn i think we got that from vanderbilt mm-hmm. if i remember because i think uh, what was it last it was last year last fall we had uh coach macias came here from vanderbilt ended up going to the the padres but um i guess he said that or actually i don't really, I don't really know the reason we just started <laughs> doing it when he got just here just to get the ball back to us quicker make innings go by quicker i guess okay. um, all right good observation mike he's a baseball guy uh jared packed the jungle says ask each uh, how each of their mothers act while their sons are oh. pitching any stories over the years of their parents antics uh i know my mom when i'm pitching she like throws in her earbuds and turns on music and like tries not like she doesn't watch she just like walks away i guess she can't the nerves right, right. yeah my mom has to has to be by herself too uh, dad usually sits in the jungle but mom mom's in the stands by herself dad's cooling it mom's stressing that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the, the moral of the story there. i missed you two weeks ago uh garrett due to jury duty which mm-hmm. we talked about a moment ago but um i believe did you say your uh, mom was crying yeah, when yeah. You, well, you returned yeah i returned to the mound i got a standing ovation yeah. and uh my mom told me after the game she uh she was brought to tears by it that's awesome i was glad i played a part in that by announcing your name yeah i tried to say it so she would cry yeah yeah you made her cry <laughs> that's awesome all right uh let's see all right mark's got a good question first of all yes or no can you throw a decent knuckleball no no garrett um 
I, I really haven't tried. I I used to in high school. I could it wasn't bad, but I could only throw a sidearm. Did you throw it in the game? No. I went, uh, when I was younger, I was I, I was probably t- 10, 11 years old. Um, I convinced my travel ball coach to let me throw it in a game, and I struck a kid out on it. And me and the catcher got like so hyped that like we we met each other like halfway and <laughs> dapped each other up and. My coach calls time and goes out there. He was like, hey, you, you can't do that. I said, yeah, sorry. I probably shouldn't have. But. That was like pure, genuine excitement, though, yeah, right? No, like you weren't was, showing yes, up, anybody. No, it was just excitement. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, okay. Well, there's the – I was going to ask next. Have you used it in a game? Garrett, yes. Once. And uh, Spivey, no. Can't throw one. I always wondered – and this is a case of a fat guy saying something like this. Like, it's easier said than done. For pitchers that are past their prime, the velocity goes down. Why not learn a knuckleball and stay in the league for another two years? Again, easier said than done. Yeah. What, what would be your answer to that question, though, that I just posed? Um, I'm, now I might have to try that. <laughs> there you uh, go. Play a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, R.A. Dickey was like 38 years old, winning a Cy Young, yeah. throwing a knuckleball. That's fair. Yeah, I might That's have fair. To try it. God, I remember Tim Wakefield. The, in the 90s uh, with his ball and the Braves couldn't touch him. Mm-hmm. All right, something to think about. Not like this week, though. I don't want no. you guys to get in trouble <laughs> and think, start. I'll think about it when the season's over. All right, the one-two from Spivey. Is that a knuckleball? It's yeah. hit high and deep. Yeah, we do. Oh, and it gave him a home run. Well, uh, yeah, I'm saying, if you can't throw it and you start now, it probably won't go well. <laughs> no. But uh, something to work on in the offseason, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys hear that there might be a Greenville uh, Summer League team coming, a Coastal Plains League team? In Greenville? Yeah, in 2024. I, 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 I might have heard something about that over the summer. Uh, what They'll play at Guy Smith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did hear about that. That'd be nice. I think uh, the city of Greenville will love that. Where have you guys played? Did you go to Cape? Uh, no, I've only played summer ball once, and it was after my freshman year. I went to Asheboro okay. and played. But uh, I mean, were they the zookeepers at the time? No, they were the copperheads at the time. Okay, and then they, they after COVID, they changed the zoo zookeepers just because uh, the North Carolina Zoo is in Asheboro. Right, so yeah. they, they bought out uh, the copperheads and changed their names. Um, but after that, COVID happened. Didn't play summer ball or junior or last year right how about you car i played up in bethesda my freshman year and then big train yep big train yeah um surely great job reporting on the ecu summer kids because i know all the team names now big train that's how i knew that one uh where else uh charlottesville that was not this past summer but two summers ago is that like is that fun baseball where there's not a ton of pressure? You're, yeah. you're kind of working on stuff, but yeah. having fun playing. I mean, what was it like for you guys? I think it's just a different environment. You kind of get away from, from you know, team here, and it's like you're around a different group of guys, different coaches. You kind of relax a little bit and yeah. um, make some new friends. And, you know, like you said, you got to work some, work on some things. You can do that. But I think it's mainly just to kind of get your work in and, mm-hmm. you know, meet some new people, get some new advice, whatever you need. Al told me to ask you guys about Hoover's knuckleball. Hoover's got a really good knuckleball. If uh, if Coach G would ever let him let him pitch, that's this probably would be his his main pitch out of the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to see that now. Uh, let's see. Any other questions for the guys? Uh, you a Skyline Chili fan? I, I never had it. 
that is a Cincinnati delicacy. Yeah, no, yeah, you know they, have, they have it in the airport there, but yeah, I've, no I've never, I've never had it. All right, uh, let's see. Man, Jamie is firing them off. Uh, let's see. What made them want to come to ECU? What were the selling points? Things we uh, don't even think of or were aware of. Do you guys have any? answers to that i guess um just the culture of what ecu baseball is um the fans um i remember coming to a game one time and um it was i think it was the first game i came to they they walked it off um and just seeing like the fans go crazy is kind of was was my selling point of uh just wanting to play in front of this atmosphere and obviously playing playing for coach g was was um was something I I wanted to do as well, Carter. Uh, yeah, for me it was there was two things. Uh, one, the fan base, the the support of the the baseball program was was unlike anything I'd ever seen. Um, and like that to me that that's that's what makes it fun. And you play in front of a lot of people, and they actually care about what's going on in the game. And um, I think that brings the best out of out of us as players. And then. Uh, on top of that, I like the uh, like the family kind of atmosphere that the the baseball program has. Uh, another question from Jamie: MLB has gotten rid of the shifts. From a player perspective, would you rather have or not have shifts? I hate shifts. Yeah, I wish we. I mean, I understand. I think all pitchers. I, yeah, I, I understand the the purpose of it, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of them personally. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Pike says, what would you name the new Greenville summer baseball team? Garrett. Ooh, the Greenville Blanks. Carter, what do y'all got? Mm-hmm. We had a ton of names. We were running over some names yesterday. The Apparently, there was an old team called the Greenies back in the day. What about the Buccaneers? Something pirate-related? Yeah. yeah. Greenville Bucks, Buccaneers? I like that. Yeah. Keep it, I keep it pirate? Yeah. I don't know. Something fun, though. Like, I don't know. <laughs> What are, we, what are we known for in Greenville? Sup dogs. Sup dogs, yeah. The, the yeah. Greenville sup dogs. Yeah, Greenville <laughs> sup dogs. <laughs> nah, Greenville dogs, and I don't know. Uh, what are, what? There was a lot of like Greenville Q, like barbecue, like Greenville yeah, uh, something barbecue related, mm-hmm. golden leaves for the tobacco heritage. So. Somebody brought up uh, the G Vegas gamblers. All right, yeah. Instead of it doesn't have to be Greenville, it could be G Vegas gamblers. Ooh, I kind of like that. Uh, but gambling yeah. is illegal and would not yeah. be. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tommy says Greenville Green Sox. Green socks. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll think tank it. Uh, yeah, we'll let you guys. Up, oh, we got more. Oh, more let's questions. Go. Bring them on. Bring them on. Jansen says, if y'all could attempt to strike out any batter, past or present, who would it be? Past or present, or past and present. Past. Nice. Hey, well, you can go both. He said past or present. Okay. Or present. If I could try to strike out presently, I'd probably go Mike Trout, just because. He's the best player in, in the big in the game right now. And then past Barry Bonds. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm Barry Bonds. Going Barry Bonds. To be different, I'm gonna go Babe Ruth. I, I, I feel like you could strike up Babe Ruth. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way Babe Ruth was no. facing guys throwing 90 plus miles an hour. That's right. Shot. You would be the best pitcher he ever faced. Right. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And then I can say I struck out Babe Ruth. Yes. <laughs> All right. Who's your current guy, uh, Garrett? Ooh. Um, since Spies went Trout, I'm going to go Otani just because I think one. he's. All right. So if we play the Angels, y'all got us, your guy. Give yes. us the ball. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. 
Uh, Johnny says Greenville sup sauce. All right, fair enough. The Greenville corn sticks from Irving. Corn sticks. What is a corn stick? You guys, <laughs> have you had Parker's barbecue here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, those little like, yeah. Okay. The, well, there's hush puppies, right? And then and the then long the, ones yeah, are the corn yeah, sticks. That's yeah. why I like the corn yeah. sticks personally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. Carter seems to not be a corn stick guy. Yeah. I like hush puppies. They but. need to do it some food related. I think it's it'd be it'd be funny. I think the mascot would be funny too. I just want a cool hat, man. Yeah. Give me a cool mm-hmm. cool logo graphic. Cool what hat. color would you do though? Well, what does, color it, would you does make it have team? to be green? No. Maybe go away. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think you have to. Maybe green, green and another color. Yeah, green and purple. Wait, Maybe. is that what's the dash? They're purple. They're purple and black. Okay. And yeah, I feel like purple doesn't really go with green. It doesn't. Yeah, but that that's but let's what get would wild. Make it a, yeah, that's what would make it a summer team. Green and yellow. You ever seen the uh, like the A's? You ever like the um, New Orleans Pelicans wear the Mardi Gras uniforms yeah. and they're like purple and green and yeah. And, I don't know. Yeah, but, I feel like it's like a New Orleans thing. Maybe like, we, we can pull it off in ground <laughs> North Carolina. No. <laughs> no. All right, fellas, got uh, North Carolina coming up on Wednesday, five o'clock. Going to be another awesome crowd. Saturday had a regional-like environment just because of the length of the day. Like you're in those long. Yes. days where you're playing multiple games uh but wednesday should be a uh, fun atmosphere for you yeah, guys absolutely. Should, be, uh, should be a good crowd out there um hopefully the weather's nice i'm sure it will be um but looking forward to seeing all the fans out at out of the stadium all right um as we wrap it up you watch anything on tv other than sports these days oh i just started the blacklist and i okay. i am hooked yeah, really hooked. i got, oh, yeah. got him onto that one I uh, I feel like I watched a couple back in the day and, and kind of let it go. Maybe I should get back yeah, into it. That's good. It's real black. Did I see like the final seasons coming out or something? Yeah, I believe yeah, I saw like a season, commercial season for that. Season coming yeah. out soon yeah. or something like that. All right, blacklist it is. Let's uh, thank you guys. Yep. Delcor Players Lounge. Garrett Sailor, Carter Spivey joining us here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Josh Gross could have been impacted by high school nil perhaps yeah, maybe yeah uh <laughs> josh uh if you i don't know if you could sign to nil with anyone any business what business would most represent you and your likes and interests what are you into i mean i, I don't even know <laughs> you're just chilling i'm just here to be here <laughs> you're just here man he is here and he's joining us today on the delcor players lounge east carolina coming off a series win over tulane but josh uh you were bummed out because your performance did not go the way you wanted it to go on saturday right no actually quite the opposite yeah yeah what uh what went wrong in your opinion uh just i don't know i thought my stuff wasn't great i thought um I had nothing to really, really beat anybody with. Missed, wasn't wasn't sharp on my location, so I was missing a bunch of spots, and that's never a good sign. And I don't know. I, I look at it as just uh, something to turn the page on and and uh, kind of learn from, but forget about it. Let's talk. And, uh, yeah. Let's talk stuff because you said uh, when we were coming back on, you had great stuff against Wichita State. Mm-hmm. What is uh, now? Why do you say that compared to not having it on Saturday? What was the difference? Uh, you know, I don't really know why why some days you have it and some days you don't, but stuff is just like how how your pitches are playing. So like if your fastball has good life up in the zone or if you're a spin rate guy, it'll have life down in the zone and sink. And if you're a sinker guy, it means your off-speed stuff, um, you know, just has a lot of movement and, and you got to get feel for it that day. So I just didn't feel like I had, 
good enough stuff on on Saturday to uh, to really do my job. And I I tried to you know obviously I gave up five runs, so um, it's tough when we're we're every game right now is a must win game. So it's you know when when someone's not on, it's just time to pass the ball to the next guy. So and uh, so we did. <laughs> yeah, and I asked you, you know, nothing to be concerned about. No, you're feeling good. You're like, yeah. you're just gonna bounce back and throw a gym this week, right? That would be great. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> uh, when East Carolina takes on Cincinnati, before that, North Carolina coming up on Wednesday. So, what was the day like for you on Saturday? I think Carter said the pitchers got there at like nine thirty or whatever. Or like yeah, what, so, what was had, your uh, whole day like? Pool. Yeah, so we had. Tar pull at nine thirty, so we, the pitchers got there for that, and then um, I think the meal was at ten thirty. So I think I went home for like maybe twenty minutes, and then they came back. But obviously, we had to continue the first game, and I was starting the second game, so um, I wasn't in the dugout at all for the for the resuming of the first game. I was getting treatment and getting right. ready to go, so I was actually in the indoor stretching and doing some stuff. The know. normal stuff you'd be doing right. like before start? Yeah, there was enough time in there that it felt like I had enough time to do everything I needed to do. And I had, I, I told Garrett to go run and tell me every half inning what was going on just so I kind of knew what the timeline looked like. Um, but so then after that, after the first game, after I pitched in the second game, I was um, just hanging out in the dugout the third game. All right, uh, that was the uh, that was a long day. It was a regional like day for kind of us in the box, just being there for so long. Yeah, and uh, Pirates were able to escape with the win the first game, and then the second, uh, the third game of that series uh, found the long ball once again. Bats got going, bats got cranking. It was a lot of fun on Saturday night. Uh, another robbed home run. Shirley, can we hear the Sports Center description of the Lane Hoover home run rob? Here we go. All right, college baseball, Tulane, East Carolina, and Brennan Lambert flies one to left field. Lane Hoover comes from center. Wow. 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 Oh, my goodness. Josh, when I was growing up, being on Sports Center was the ultimate. It was like the coolest thing ever. Now, like everybody's got a video, and like you've been on video. You're, is it still like the coolest thing ever? Like to I be mean, on the I, top ten? I would love to be on Sports Center. So okay, yeah. it still has. I, I wasn't happy I was on Sports Center for the reason I was on there yesterday. I mean, yeah, yesterday or two days ago, uh, Hoover was awesome. But like, <laughs> that ball's an intravenous home run. I, I don't want to be on Sports Center for that. But uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure you know Hoover's pretty fired up about that. I don't know how you can't be excited about being on a top ten play. I remember last year in Clearwater, whenever we had that play with Bryson from center field throwing the guy out, and oh yeah, double play at second and then home. That was like four and four and six or something on Sports Center the same day, the same game. That is at least uh, the guys were counting them earlier. At least four we could come up with, maybe more legit robbed home runs this year yeah. by the defense. That's incredible. Yeah, Carter had one, and then Hoove had one the same game, I think. Yep. And then obviously yesterday on Sunday or Saturday, and then uh, um, Chandler was thinking maybe Jenkins Coward or Riley Johnson. Riley's definitely had one. Yeah. I mean, so That dude makes unbelievable plays. It's uh, it's incredible to see that many in one year uh, for the same defense, but it's been awesome to see. Josh Groves joining us. If you've got a question, you can get it in Facebook, YouTube. We've got a bunch of them. we got some on Twitter as well that we will get to. So, Josh, uh, North Carolina coming up this week, trying to beat those guys for the third time. Should be a fun atmosphere, mm-hmm. I would assume, coming up on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, I think, I think um, it's going to be a, a regional-type atmosphere. 
Um, kind of like it was at State when they came here for a midweek, and then kind of like I thought that with the atmosphere that weekend when we played UNC was pretty great. So I'm hoping that uh, we get a good crowd there on Wednesday. And then this weekend, Cincinnati again. And someone asked earlier, what are the difficulties of facing a team like that again? You've seen them one time. You, you had their number the first time around. So is it difficult seeing those guys again? It's good. You know their tendencies, but they obviously know yours as well. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so much video footage out there for pitchers and hitters that, you know, it seems like everyone's always got a pretty good idea of what each pitcher or hitter is supposed to look like so um you know they're they're always a scrappy team when they play us they always give us a a good fight and um we expect to go in there and and uh have some pretty close ball games josh uh, said hey let's let's watch this texas tcu game you're telling me about the game yesterday so obviously you're keeping up with it somebody that asked earlier to carter and garrett if they watch college baseball when they're away from it it sounds like you do yeah I, i love to i know my house it's always on in my house and um I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where just from playing summer ball and uh, well, just playing college baseball, you know, you know, you know, players, some players personally on other teams, you know, of guys. And so it's kind of fun to watch your peers um, on TV and, uh, you know, kind of keep up with how everyone else is doing. Does Texas like leave a bad taste in your mouth? I mean, I, yeah, I can't stand Texas, but yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not gonna probably ever root for Texas. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm on board. Uh, it was crazy. You weren't probably following what was going on outside of it, but like, I I made a joke about them singing the song or whatever. No, no. Okay, here's what happened. I didn't throw the first stone, so they were singing the eyes of Texas or whatever, and ECU fans were doing a purple gold chant. And the amount of offense taken by Texas fans online, they basically made it sound like we were screaming during the national anthem or something. Yeah, like it was it, the amount of uh, the that they think they are above everybody is unreal. I could not believe it. Like yeah. we kind of grow up in the shadow of North Carolina, Chapel right. Hill, and I think Texas is four times that. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean I think that uh, I mean, there was this video that was floating around before they played us in that super. Their coach was complaining about the jungle and how it's like oh, yeah. a trashy environment and. And I was like, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure all your players are excited to play in that environment. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of weird. fun. Right. Makes it fun. All right. Josh Groves joining us here. Uh, you can get in a question if you got one. Let's take a break. We'll come back. All right. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Was was uh, talking to Josh about some of the football players that got free agent contracts coming up Tuesday. We'll talk to Ryan Jones, former ECU tight end, as he signed a deal with the Giants. Noah Henderson will join us coming up thursday as he uh, joined the buffalo bills so we'll talk to those guys and try to get the others on as well talk to your guy uh dave k dave a couple weeks ago (laughs) awesome we went a whole hour with dave we could have gone longer and we said we got to have him back in you gotta have uh, that guy on here just uh just an awesome guy just all around he's he's all time he's a he's a good dude big fan of uh the pirate baseball team as well i asked him what sport uh i think somebody actually asked what sport he enjoys or follows the most and he had to have a tie because he has uh he has a tie to the women's lacrosse team yeah i I guess he has to say that (laughs) for for a public record (laughs) so uh but he was awesome in fact we do watch alongs around here we're gonna get dave k in for an ecu baseball watch along so we'll watch a game uh, on youtube with with dave and have him commentating all right uh (laughs) josh Groves joining us josh you made a comment earlier about hey every game's must win now and 
is that because winning is a lot more fun than losing or does it have something to do too with we want to host you know we want to be here for postseason you know why is every game must win right now for you guys um it just feels like you know one of our one of our goals every season is to win the conference or the the regular season conference championship and um you know right now we're obviously not in first place in the conference so um as far as conference games go i mean we got to treat every game like it's it's the last game of the year to get that kind of uh result we want but um yeah i mean i think that going forward like kind of had our we we hit our low patch for the season the last last three weeks and or really two weeks and um, i think we're, we're hitting our we're hitting our stride here and um you know once we get on a roll it's better to get hot right now and in the beginning of may than uh you know to get in the slums in the middle of may so uh, I think I think we were treating every game like that just to uh, just to get, make sure we get the most out of everybody. The home road split is is crazy to look at. <laughs> Record wise, twenty six and three at home, five and nine on the road, five and ten overall away from Clark LeClaire. And then our guy Johnny Stats, Johnny Robertson, uh, gave us the averages last week that you guys are hitting uh, in the like three twenties at home and like two teens on the road. Like it's just yeah. it's crazy. And I asked Josh Mullen about it last week, and he did say something to the effect of energy and how the crowd energizes you guys at home and then on the road you have to manufacture that yourself and sometimes it's difficult to do and i don't know we're trying to put a finger on it any way we can but it uh it's a pretty dramatic split from home and and yeah no and it's something that we've we've talked about all year and uh i mean he's right um it's it feels like an energy thing and it's kind of sad that uh it feels like we can't create our our own energy at sometimes earlier in the season on the road we we needed to have uh, our fan base behind us in order to um, show up with some with some good energy but um going forward i mean i think you asked me if it's because we hate losing i think everyone's pretty tired of that that uh that statistic of, of being of not playing well on the road and uh it's time for us to flip a switch so that starts uh this weekend at yep. cincinnati coming up wednesday josh uh how cool would it be to get three from the tar heels in the regular season that'd be big that'd be really big that'd be that'd be great and um you know like i said on the same note we're going to have a packed house on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, I think if nobody was there, we'd still have energy to play that game. So, um, you know, it should be it should be a good game on Wednesday. All right. If you got a question in for Josh, you can get it in on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. We had one Josh-specific question today from uh, Noah Stop. Do you know that name? <laughs> I do. I went to high school with Noah. He said, ask Gross to tell the story of his playoff homer in high school where he got called out rounding third. It's quite the story. I think I might have already said. I think you have. I, think I might yeah. already told this story, but yeah, yeah, I hit a home run in the second round of playoffs, and it was like the sixth inning. So obviously, it wasn't a walk off, but it gave us the lead, and I I took my helmet off, rounding third and threw it as high as I could in the air, and uh, <laughs> and, and the other team got pissed at me, and so their their head coach was throwing a fit about it, and uh, they went. In the, there's not it's not even in the rule book, but they they said that that was illegal, and my run didn't count. So, so then it was like bogus. the top of the seventh inning, and because my run didn't count, we we're only up by one, and it was like bases loaded, mm-hmm. nobody out, and I was just thinking to myself, like if I if we don't win this game because of that, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> did you win? We did win. All right, good. Josh Gross, we have talked about what you would do if you hit a walk off home run in college, and you uh, you hit one in high school through the helmet. Well, Where'd the helmet? It wasn't land? even a walk off. Nah, yeah. like, <laughs> where'd the helmet go? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Did you do a George Brett situation? 
Is it George Brett? Uh, Kansas City Royals. So uh, George Brett hit a home run, and they said that it had too much pine tar on it. Have you seen that? And he charges out from the he's dugout. He's in the dugout. And they have to like hold him back and yeah. grab his jersey and stuff. I don't think I'll I've pull seen that, that up real quick. But uh, no, I was just like, I hit one of these. I was like, oh god. <laughs> uh, I, love, I just pictured you throwing your helmet. I got a video there. of it actually. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got a. Can video. you like send it to? Uh, yeah, let me try and find to me thing. or somebody. Uh, so um, let me go in here. I'm gonna pull up the George Brett while you're doing that. Josh Gross, legendary uh, BP hitter <laughs> for ECU, and uh, used to drop bombs in high school. Apparently, well, how many home I, runs did you hit in high school? One, but didn't count. I got called back. That they, one? They called that a triple because I rounded third and then took it off. So that was your one. That was the only one. Dang! All right, here's they called it a triple. Well, yeah, because he got to third but didn't score. So Brett hits the home run. It's a bomb. Now they look at his bat and watch when they call him out. I was wondering if this would be you in that situation. So they're looking at the bat, looking at the bat. Brett's like, man, y'all better not. Y'all, y'all better chill. That's a home run. All right. Now they go do this uh, where the pine tar is on the plate or whatever. I'm they measure it. it. Yeah. They pick it up. They're looking at it. This is at Yankee Stadium. And here he goes. The ump is going to look at Brett and call him out. <laughs> and then he goes ballistic. <laughs> and <laughs> one of the all-time great I think if dives. I had a home run in the big leagues, I'd probably do the same thing if we got called back. All right, I'm going to send you this right here. All right. We got to get this out there. Josh Gross, I can't wait to see the helmet toss. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, good story. Thank, hey, Noah, tell us more Gross high school stories. No, nah, Noah, you're good. Don't, don't share anymore. <laughs> Um, so let's see, we talked about playing Cincinnati so many times. Mike asked earlier and Carter and Garrett started to have a reason for it, but then kind of faded. So they said, uh, why after K's the throws go to first now instead of around the horn? Um, so that we started doing that last year. And it was a Dave Macias, Coach Macias yeah, said that. at Vanderbilt they did that. And we our explanation was it was just a way to keep the tempo as fast as we could. So strike out, get the ball right back to the pitcher, and and uh, take as, as much time as we can on defense. So if that's a shaving off 15 seconds for every strikeout, then that was a, a win for us. Do you have any good stories, Josh, about your, your family? Uh, Jared from Pack the Jungle, how do their mothers act when uh, their sons are pitching? Like any... Any uh your family members act a little crazy or nervous while you're on the mound? I'm sure it's more nervous than crazy. I mean, they're probably just hoping that I uh that I do well and uh I mean obviously I don't think they'd wanna they don't wanna see me do poorly, so um they're probably on the edge of their seat and uh just hoping for good things. I'm just not, uh yeah. you wanna see somebody kinda crazy, look at Josh while he's pitching. You're talking to yourself. Yeah, I, I have a conversation. Yeah, I just I have my own conversations with myself. I talk about my favorite movies and and um, you know. Whatever's on your mind. I'm my own best friend. So it's <laughs> nice. Uh good question from Mark. Can you throw a knuckleball? No. Ah. No, my brother could throw a pretty good one. Like just from from us playing catch. I can never throw one. Jake yeah. Jake Hunter can throw a pretty good one. Okay, hadn't thrown in the game. I'm I assuming. think he was thrown in a, in a bullpen at one point in the fall or maybe last year, but it was it was so hard to catch that uh, it was almost like dangerous for the catcher to try and catch it because you just have no idea where. Like, have you, have you ever watched videos of people throwing knuckleballs like, like from the eighties or whatever? Yeah, and, like the catcher, like you just have no idea where it's going to go. Yeah, it's all so. over the place. Uh, Garrett told a story <clears throat> a little bit similar to your high school story. He said in a travel ball game, 
he threw one struck a guy out him and the catcher kind of met halfway to celebrate and then the coach called time and was like hey you can't do that like it wasn't it wasn't the last out of the inning or the game or anything Wait, he they was were just like because he struck somebody out with a knuckleball yeah how old was he he said travel ball you let's can get on. Let's know if he was like twelve. I, don't think, <laughs> I feel like Garrett has enough feel to not do that in the middle of an inning. Hey, it was a cool knuckleball, man. Just time out and gave your catcher a high five, and then go yeah. right back out. There you go. Uh, Jamie says, "Does Josh hate shifts?" Uh, that's kind of a, a weird question. Um, Every pitcher hates the shift, seemingly. Yeah, it but works. pitchers. Yeah, exactly. So I, you know, it's frustrating when uh, when the shift's on and and the ball doesn't go your way, but when it does go your way, you love it. So you know, I'll kinda... say this: nobody talks about the shift when it works. When there's a ground ball to short and the shortstop's right. not there, then everybody talks about it. So yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, when when things aren't going your way as a whole, when you're on the mound, like you know, just whatever whatever it is and those small details kind of tick you off a little more but um yeah. like like i said when it works it's great um when it doesn't work you you just wonder why it was even on but obviously you know it's kind of a you just kind of play the odds there yeah uh jamie says do you ever pick up anything that you see from a college pitcher or a pro pitcher to add to your repertoire um, as far as like pitches, no, I don't like see someone throw a pitch on TV. I'm like, well, I want to throw that. I mean, I think everyone, everyone has has their own stuff, and every all, all their pitches are pretty unique to just how their body works and how they have how they, they release the baseball and all those kind of metrics. So uh, obviously, like you admire how some people throw stuff, and you try and try and figure out what they do. But I don't ever like I, I would never just implement a pitch because I saw someone throw it on TV one day. How about as far like Carter said the same thing you just said but said maybe he'll see something on a training method or like a, a routine like anything yeah, like for that sure. I mean, if you hear guys, if you hear big league guys or anybody that's good at it talk about what they throw and why they throw it and like how they throw it i mean you'd be kind of stupid not to kind of ask yourself like how do i maybe get those same results like right if, if i'm watching jacob Degrom slider at 90 miles an hour get a lot of swing and misses like you're going to want to know why it does that but um yeah, you kind of just got to <clears throat> figure out what works for you and uh, and tweak it off of that. All right, so uh, Greenville could potentially be getting a Coastal Plains League team, a summer league team here I in 2024. That. Um, That'd be awesome. First of all, well, the, the question is, what would you name the Greenville baseball team? Oh, gosh. While that's going through your brain, though, how about your, your summer days? Where did you uh, play summer ball in your career? I love summer ball just to start off with. Like, if there was a summer ball team here, I would have wanted to come here in a heartbeat. But I played my freshman year, I played uh, on the big train in Bethesda as part of the Cal Ripken League. And then last year was like the greatest summer of my life. It was, it was unbelievable. I, I was in Newport, Rhode Island um, with the Newport Goals in the New England Collegiate League. And um, it was just an unbelievable experience. I mean, it was just. I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it was it was a very very nice area. I got to travel all over New England. My host parents were unbelievable. My roommate, uh, I think I told you, was from Bryant, mm-hmm. and uh, we became we became very very close. Awesome. And, uh, it was I don't know. It was all around just a, just a great experience. But if if the team comes here, I don't know what, they, what we would name it. I mean, you can't name it the Pirates. That's kind of stupid. I feel like. Yeah, was, Carter said something pirate related, maybe Buccaneers or something. If you want to go that route, yeah, the bucket or like t- something with like the Tar River, I guess. I don't know. Tar Buccaneers would be cool. Tar cats, like the tar river, dogs, like the river rats or something. I don't know. Yeah, 
the tar dogs <laughs> Say tar we're, pirates we're spitballing here <laughs> yeah maybe you don't want tar like beers i don't even know tar heels yeah so river river something yeah band. yeah all right fair enough you can name it like bobs or something what's that know. now like you can name it like a bar i don't know like what's like unique to greenville yeah, like, well, we've had some sup dogs mentioned. Yeah, like so the, like, yeah, the doggies. The Greenville Crush. <laughs> the crushes. Yeah. The sup crushes. Yeah, something like cool. that. All right, uh, let's see. Other questions. Where did all the questions? Oh, yeah, they're on uh, over here. Oh, I think we asked them all. All right, if you got anything else for Josh before we let him get out of here, uh, let me know, and I will pass that along. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> what is this? Tell us about the time when you played baseball and your dog got in the way. That is from Valerie Manley Gross. She said that. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Yeah, my uh, well, my dog loves to play fetch, and so um, when we were in North Carolina, our house, we had a really big front yard. So my brother and I would would probably play catch like every day, just as far as we could. And um, we would have the dog like kind of play monkey in the middle. So it would like if you if I had the ball in my hand, he would run towards me, and then I throw it to my brother. And my brother, like the dog was in the middle, like of the two of us, he was waiting to see where the ball was going. And my brother threw it to me, but he underthrew it, and it <laughs> hit my dog right in the face. Ooh. And he started whining. Or, I mean, he was crying. He wasn't whining. He was crying, and his eye like swelled shut. Oh and, uh, no! Yeah, we think that, that kind of. Well, his vision's fine, but you know that might have made him a little slow. I don't know. For whatever reason, when something happens to an animal, it's like worse than when something happens to a human. I guess because they're like innocent in it all, right? I don't know, but like, I, it seems like when um, something happens to a dog, we have a bigger it has a bigger effect on us than when it happens to a person. I don't know. It's just I don't know. Maybe the way I feel. Speaking of things happening to a human, how's uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward doing? <laughs> I think he's doing great. <laughs> hey, he had a big fly. Yeah. He's been playing. Yeah, he um man. He got a he got a cup, so that's good. Start wearing that thing pretty permanently. <laughs> good to hear. Got a tailor made. Yeah. Which got, is nice. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's a rough one. Yeah. You ever had anything like that? God no. Like not to that I degree, hope, obviously. Right. Um, we've all had that that shot and for a second like your gut, like it hurts you there. Right. And, you just kind of bend over and wait for it to go away yeah. but man no i've never I've that never was an extreme example i've never seen anything like that before but uh i hope i never have to do that either go through that no nah, <laughs> we don't wish that upon our worst enemy how about uh this trey doing all right you think he'll make it back at some point yeah he's doing good he um he's been he's been feeling really well he probably probably he probably pitched this weekend if i had to guess and you said you're in fine shape and everything but i did so north carolina's not playing this weekend do you think should we have like a bye week in baseball, like a weekend off for you guys? Or if if you could pick the schedule, would you choose to do that, or you like pitching every week? I kind of like. I mean, you kind of stay on a good routine. Yeah, it probably. You know, I'm sure some of the uh, position players would tell you that that week off would probably do their do their bodies wonders. Right. But um, I know pitchers are very routine based, and a week off might kind of throw a damper in that. But uh, I don't know. I mean. Is the, I guess it was an all-star break in the big leagues, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, unless you're having like arm issues, are you? Do you feel worn down like when you're playing in a regional or super regional, or you're still like? I mean, you're still in the moment, it? you don't. But when right. those games end, I mean, it's just that time of the year where it's you know the body is more fatigued than it has been. But uh, I know, like, I remember the week, the day after the we lost the super regional, Mike, my arm was just like 
All right, you're good. <laughs> you, can, you can use a few days off. Uh, well, yeah, Gay, we answered this earlier, but uh, she asked to explain the black wristband they wear, the electronic wristband. Oh, that's, yeah, it's just like a sign card. So yeah. just a number pops up, and it'll just say, like, you know, like four is outside fastball. So do you kind of miss, like, signs? Like, I don't know. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. Once I haven't really thought about that. I kind of like, I hated the sign card. The sign card was a nightmare because you get three signs and have to follow like a spreadsheet to look at, <laughs> like an Excel spreadsheet to look at what to throw. But, um, the, the watches definitely make the game go pretty quick. So, yeah. um, and you're a pace guy, right? So, yeah, I think, I think most guys are like to work at a good tempo. Good deal. All right, Josh. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anything uh, you're watching outside of sports on TV these yeah, days? Yeah, I started watching The Night Agent. You ever heard of that? Um, I watched that. That's you the did? one where it's he's... like 10 episodes. He caught there. He's in the room. Right, like the phone rings. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty wild. Like, yeah. It just kept getting crazier and yeah, crazier. Yeah, so I'm almost done with that. And then uh, Moylan last night started watching this show called The Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, heard of that? I've heard of it, have not watched well, it. Well, I like was just kind of catching little bits and pieces of the first episode, and uh, it looked unbelievable. So I'll probably start that. Okay. Next. All right. I have, I need to, I guess, start that one. Uh, good stuff. Josh, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, thanks for having me. I'll be this uh, week. Yep. Should be a good weekend. Good weekend overall. Yes, sir. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.